Good morning. Uh, just a reminder, I will be starting an adult confirmation class this coming Thursday at 6 p.m. And we'll be meeting uh, downstairs in the Undercroft for this class. And again, it'll meet for six sessions. So if you know of anyone who's interested, uh, feel free to let me know after worship or just email Susie at the office so we can make sure we have enough materials. Also, um, If we have any members who are already members of Zion who would like to sit in on the class, you're more than welcome to. I have uh, Lutherans that will do that from time to time, just almost as a refresher. So you're welcome to come to all six. You're welcome to just pop in for one or two, whatever you like. But I just want to let you know you're more than welcome to. But again, if you are, please feel free to let me know so I can make sure I have enough materials for everyone. The Old Testament reading for this, the sixth Sunday after the Epiphany, is from the 30th chapter of Deuteronomy. See, I have set before you today life and good, death and evil. If you obey the commandments of the Lord your God that I command you today, by loving the Lord your God, by walking in his ways, and by keeping his commandments and his statutes and his rules, then you shall live and multiply. And the Lord your God will bless you in the land that you are entering to take possession of it. But if your heart turns away and you will not hear, but are drawn away to worship other gods and serve them, I declare to you today that you shall surely perish. You shall not live long in the land that you are going over the Jordan to enter and possess. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today. That I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore choose life, that you and your offspring may live, loving the Lord your God, obeying his voice and holding fast to him. For he is your life and length of days, that you may dwell in the land that the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give them. This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle reading is from the third chapter of 1 Corinthians. But I, brothers, could not address you as spiritual people, but as people of the flesh, as infants in Christ. I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for it. And even now you are not yet ready, for you are still of the flesh. For while there is jealousy and strife among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving only in a human way? For when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos, are you not being merely human? What then is Apollos? What is Paul? Servants through whom you believed as the Lord assigned to each. I planted, Apollos watered, but God gave the growth. So neither he who plants nor he who waters is anything, but only God who gives the growth. He who plants and he who waters are one, and each will receive his wages according to his labor. For we are God's fellow workers. You are God's field, God's building. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the fifth chapter. Jesus said, You have heard that it was said to those of old, You shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. 
But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to the hell of fire. So if you are offering your gift at the altar, and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go. First, be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you are going with him to court, lest your accuser hand you over to the judge, and the judge to the guard, and you be put in prison. Truly I say to you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you, that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. For it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body go into hell. It was also said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that everyone who divorces his wife except on the ground of sexual immorality, makes her commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not swear falsely, but shall perform to the Lord what you have sworn. But I say to you, do not take an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, Or by the earth, for it is his footstool. Or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not take an oath by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to all of you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Today, Jesus spoke of sins that we're all familiar with. Jesus reminded the people that you shall not murder. And they knew this sin. You don't kill someone. And when Jesus brought this up, some of those men and women may have stood a little taller. You know, they never murdered anyone. So they were feeling pretty good about themselves. At least they hadn't broken this commandment. And then Jesus mentioned another commandment. Jesus reminded the people that you shall not commit adultery. And again... I think most of the men and women may have stood a little taller. They felt pretty good about themselves. And why? Well, they never had an affair with anyone. So when it came to keeping the commandments, they were feeling pretty good so far. They were two for two and not breaking those commandments. Not too bad. And there they stood nice and tall, stood there with their shoulders back, 
stood with their heads up, eyes forward, feeling pretty good about how well they were keeping God's commandments. But Jesus had more to say, didn't he? Jesus did remind the people that you shall not murder. But then Jesus basically said, if you've ever been angry with someone, you have murdered them. And Jesus reminded the people that you shall not commit adultery. But then Jesus basically said, if you have even looked at someone lustfully, you have committed adultery with them in your heart. Well, the people were standing tall and proud. And now I think they were a bit slouched and ashamed. They thought they had been keeping the commandments pretty well. But really, their attempts were like building up a towering house of cards. And now what Jesus did, he just pulled out the card at the bottom and that tower just toppled over so fast. A lot of times we probably think we're okay with keeping the commandments. We may feel like we're not that big of a sinner. After all, most people have probably never physically murdered anyone. I mean, if we want to physically murder someone, we could pick up a gun, we could put our finger on the trigger of that gun, and all we have to do is pull that trigger, and someone will die. Someone will be killed, and the blood is on our hands. That is murder. But then we hear what Jesus said today. If we have been angry with someone, anyone, then we have murdered them. And nowadays, look how easy it is to kill someone in our heart. And I think there is a lot of murdering going on. Because all we have to do nowadays is put our fingers on a keyboard. And pull back a few letters here, a few letters there. And before we know it, we have loaded a digital bullet that can be specifically designed to hurt someone that we are angry with. And we want to hurt them. We may even hope our words we've written strike right in their heart and cause them pain. Because maybe they hurt us. Or maybe they wronged us. Or maybe we just don't like what they wrote online. And with one finger, we pull back and hit send. And that bullet of anger and hatred, that bullet we designed ourselves with just the right words to strike into the heart of someone, just the right way, that bullet shoots and it hits them and it hurts them. And there it is. We've murdered without even picking up a gun. It's so easy to do nowadays. And I think we do it a lot. A lot of times we probably think we're okay with keeping the commandments. After all, most people have not committed adultery through an affair. But then we hear what Jesus said today. 
If we have let our eye wander once, even just once, onto a man or a woman God has not given to us in marriage, then we have committed adultery with them in our hearts. You know, it used to be if a man and woman wanted to have an affair, they would make arrangements to meet somewhere. Nowadays, who needs that? A man can go online and view pictures of a woman he has never even met. And with that woman he is lusting over, he commits adultery with her in his heart. Even though he never even met her in person. Nowadays, a woman doesn't need to go to a hotel to have an affair. All she has to do is linger her eye upon someone God has not given to her. And as her eye lingers, her heart follows. And she thinks about what could have been in her life. Longing for something different with a different spouse. And before you know it, an affair occurred. Right there in the heart. It's so easy nowadays. We usually think we're not so bad. The murderers you hear about on the news, they're the bad sinners. Well, not with what Jesus said today. We usually think we're not so bad. We're not having meetups in hotels with men and women who are not our spouse. Not with what Jesus said today. I don't think a single one of us can stand up here with our shoulders thrown back, confident that we have never murdered, or thinking we have never committed adultery. Jesus tossed all that self-justifying pride out the window today when he showed us we can murder just by being angry. He threw every ounce of our pride out the window when he showed us that we can commit adultery, and we do, just with a wandering eye and a wandering heart. Let's be honest. When it comes down to it, we're all murderers. We are all adulterers. Every single one of us. Doesn't matter if we've done it in the flesh or in the heart. From God's perspective, it's done. We've all done it. By what Jesus said today, He's brought all of us off of any pedestals we've built up. He's knocked them off and we've fallen down. None of us can admit that we are free from those sins that Jesus brought out today. And now, our shoulders are slumped, our heads are hanging low, we failed. And what should come is punishment. What should come is God's angry hand. What should come is hell itself for each and every one of us. That is what should come. But that doesn't happen. Instead, something so unbelievable takes place. 
Instead, Jesus walks over to you, takes your head in his two hands, lifts it up and says to you, don't look at yourself anymore. Don't look at your sins anymore. Look at what I have done. Look at what I have done for you on my cross. And we see in Jesus' two hands the nail marks. We see the nail marks proving that he did something so unbelievably wonderful for all of us. You know, if it's true we can commit adultery with just a wandering eye, we could just rip our eyes out and be done with it, right? You could, but you only have two eyes and two chances before you're all blind. And all of us would be. But instead, Jesus did something so much better for you than ripping your eyes out. Jesus went to the cross And instead of ripping out our eyes, Jesus went so much further for you. Jesus had his whole life ripped out for all of us on the cross. Jesus died for you. And there is no greater way to cut something off than to die. And that's exactly what Jesus did in our place. He died for our sin. So we won't die for our sin. We won't die for any of them. Because of Christ. And now Jesus Christ has blessed you with his Holy Spirit. Believe it or not, you don't have to follow your sinful flesh anymore and be angry with people and murder them. We don't have to. Because anger is not our master. Not anymore. We are not slaves to it. You have a new spirit now. You have a spirit that can forgive one another in the same way that Christ forgave you. And we can forgive. We can forgive just like Christ forgave us. And we also don't have to follow the lusts of our hearts anymore. We are not slaves to that part of us. So instead of using our eyes lustfully, you have the Holy Spirit. So that when you look upon a man or a woman now, now you can see them as people made in the image of God, just like you. All men and all women in this world deserve as much respect as you do. Doesn't matter if they are online or in the flesh. All men and all women are created in the image of God. Just like you. It's very easy to murder. And it's very easy to commit adultery. But thanks to the work of Christ, we don't have to do either of those anymore, do we? Thanks to Christ, you can release people when they sin against you. You don't have to let yourself be eaten up with anger toward them. And thanks to Christ, you can look at men and women not as objects of your lust. 
You can see them with new eyes. You can see all people with the eyes of Christ who suffered, died, and rose again for all of us. It may be very easy for us to sin in this life. That's true. But thanks be to Christ, it is very hard to keep sinning when his sacrifice has done so much for all of us. How could we? Amen. And now may the peace of our God, which surpasses our understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.